people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey guys, welcome to Profession Confession. I am your host, Gabe Noah. Thank you for listening. Before we get to this week's episode, I want to say right at the top, we're always looking for new guests to come on the show. So if you think you or a friend would be a, a good uh, fit for the show, hit us up at info at professionconfession.com or any of our social media outlets. Also, I always forget to ask guests questions and I kick myself for it every time. So if there's something that you want the answer to that I didn't ask, please post them to us on Facebook or Twitter. If we get enough response, we'll undoubtedly call them back in because I want to know the answer to this stuff too. So I'm just looking for any excuse. So on with the show. I'm so hungry I could eat a horse. Really? I'm so hungry I could eat a blue whale. And that's why I'm going to Pizza Hut Pizzeria. Italian food without the attitude. Pizza Hut. They have all the recipes written down and know exactly how hot to cook it. Now with 10 times more sauce. Pizza Hut. And our show is brought to you by Stand Up Records. Visit us at StandUpRecords.com or watch us on our Roku channel. It's the best stand-up comedy in the world, goddammit. You can get releases from Doug Stanhope, Louis Black, many, many others, Chad Daniels. Got an upcoming release with Dana Gould. For Christ's sakes, check that out. Stand Up Records. All right, on this week's episode, we have one of my dream guests. I do dream about this stuff. She is a crime scene cleanup company owner. She was absolutely awesome to have on the show, an open book. Uh, we talk about uh, sweeping up dicks. We talk about suicides. If you're triggered by that stuff, this was it would not be a good one. Uh, talk about how much it costs to shoot yourself in the head with a pistol versus a shotgun. All kinds of super dark things. So, um, And I know I missed a bunch of questions, so... If, if there's anything I missed, please put it on our social media. We're going to have her back in, so might as well get your question asked. Um, the co-host this week is going to be Mike Lester, one of the funniest stand-ups to ever come out of Minneapolis. Always been one of my favorites. Take him on the road with me. Someday he'll be taking me on the road. He's a hot shot. So check out his um, his online stuff. He's got a sketch group called Lesterol, and uh, they have really funny videos. But uh, I think it's now time for this crime scene cleanup lady to confess. On this episode of Profession Confession, she cleans brains and dicks off the wall and shit. <laughs> she is a crime scene cleanup person. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Profession Confession. Our guest this week is Reba. No, Steve. It is Reba. I can't. It's Reba. Okay, we're it calling her Reba. We have to use a we're fake calling name. her Reba. We're calling her Reba. It's so good. <laughs> we got to use a fake name. I've been rewatching that show too. That's why I thought of it. Reba, Mike, <laughs> our guest. <laughs> 
Our guest this week, or our, my, my guest host, is Mike Lester, I'm very back. funny comedian um, from Hollywood Town. Yeah. And and then we've got our guest this week, one of my truly, when we started the show, uh, when we pitched it and talked about it, this is one of my, my true wish list guests, which is a crime scene cleanup expert. Yes. Sweeping up dicks into a dustpan, <laughs> throwing it in the trash. 24-7. Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, Dust so, yeah, full of dicks. Absolutely. <laughs> so, of course, you know, we just got to start to lay the groundwork here. What? How did you get into this? How long have you done it? Mm-hmm. Take those both questions. Run with them. Okay, I got into it because a family member uh, started the company, and so okay. I came on board to. Um, to work community relations and to supervise the jobs. Okay. And we've been doing it since 2012. Okay. So So I should say up front, too. Yeah. She is a professional and is a good person. We had a couple cocktails while we were waiting to go on, and that's why we're a little jokey and inappropriate with the subject matter. We're loose. We're loose. We're loose. (laughs) I have a quick question before (laughs) you continue. How many books by Robert Graysmith have you read? Like, have you read Zodiac? No, mm. I'm sorry. Well, For our listeners at home, Mike, do I have to what, leave? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> okay, Mike Lester will be the guy that just spews out random yeah, shit. Your hand before you talk That's again. That's the first thing I was wondering, so I threw Jesus. it out. There. Anyway, I have a legitimate question. That's a legitimate. I have a legitimate question. Don't mute me. That's so, a legitimate <laughs> question. I'm sorry. So you said you worked. It sounds like you said you worked more of like in the office type of position, or were you out there actually cleaning up? As Gabe would say, dicks off of. <laughs> Mostly dicks. I'm okay. cleaning up dicks all no, the time. But you did do on site stuff, right? I do on site right. stuff. You do on site stuff. Okay. Quite a bit. Okay, mm-hmm. so how many years have you done it? I got to focus this. So I've, uh, we were founded in 2012, and I've been doing wow. it on, on and off for most of that time. Okay. Full time since I think like 2014. Okay. So I'm in my third year. How do So, uh, no, fourth. Fourth year. <laughs> fourth year. That's all right. What did you do before this? How, how does one get into it? How do you start a crime scene cleanup company or whatever? I guess, do you call it crime scene cleanup or is it just... Like biohazard remediation. Biohazard remediation. That's what I call it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. Uh, well, so the way it started is my... my um, husband okay. uh, was a paramedic mm-hmm. for a long time and then uh, while working the streets he found that he was confused by what happened after they left the scene sure you know who cleans this up is this left to the family and after doing some research he found out that it's a industry and um, that's and then once he retired a few years later we that's our company right, right. Uh, in yep. 2012 and yep. uh, <laughs> and then went from there it's we, we had no idea that it was an actual industry but it's it is. How many like how many companies in Minneapolis would you say do it? Just as an example. Um, some people. I mean, there's a couple of companies that do similar things like water and fire restoration, and they'll okay. dabble in it. But like as far as doing it full like time, true maybe biohazard like, stuff. Yeah, maybe like three. Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. How long, if, How long did it take you to like warm up to the idea of joining your husband in like that field? Not as long as I thought it would. Like I. I was I was apprehensive to go to like the first murder or suicide. That's what I was gonna say. What was your first, uh, whatever, like truly violent, gory one? Do you remember it? Um, I th- the yeah, I think the first one that was really significant that I remember is uh, a murder, like a 
a murder-suicide in Plymouth um, where the husband shot their dog. Mm-hmm. And oh, the way we pieced it together was that they shot the dog, and then he shot the dog, went downstairs, shot his wife in the back of the head. She f- must have fallen forward. And then when she fell, she she had a dog toy in her hand. So when I was... So I could see the. the she was trying I, to lure the dog away from the murderer. I don't or something. know. I mean, you could, Creepy. you could, you could. I mean, there's a million things we thought right. of, but I saw where her head landed, and then I saw like to the side and down a little bit of a, a like a dog toy and where her hand would have been when she fell. Right. And then he, you know, he killed himself. He shot himself in the face, in the chair next to her, and then the. Um, and we, fig- you know, we figure out kind of where he was and everything uh, from the skull and the drop-down ceiling. That's so. That was one of my main questions. So, like, obviously, by the time your business gets there, you know, bodies, big parts are all cleaned out. Yeah. Right. Uh, for okay. the most part. So, like, if there was an arm laying there, then the the um, you know the coroner would take or the um, transportation would that the people that transport the body grab anything large. And so you, you're not saying a, arm as a joke. You're saying, like, because that's real. Holy fucking shit. An, that's deep. That's heavy shit, especially for Plymouth. Such What's a the biggest? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we still find some fairly large That's remains. what I was going to say. Ugh. Like, what will be the biggest remain that would be left behind for you guys, for instance? A finger? Uh... No, usually it's eyeballs. Oh, oh my fucking god! I was gonna ask. Why about do eyeballs. they leave that? So it's well, like they might not have found the head, right? But they, but say that someone's found. Yeah. And near them is, you know, their brains. They'll scoop up the brains. They won't scoop up. They won't. They won't Who's tidy they? up. The, the the people the that transport for the for the coroner. Okay. Yeah, uh, so the coroner's office. Sure. So they'll if there's a body laying there and there's brains that have spilled out, they'll scoop them up, but they're not going to go around and pick through. Right. You know, like the bookshelf. So when we're cleaning, our job is to do clean it completely. Right. There'll be an eyeball behind like a bookshelf or like we'll find like part of a jaw, oh, like teeth. That is fucking so gnarly. Or hair or like a part of a scalp with hair coming out of it and stuff like that. So we'll, we'll still find that stuff. Eyeballs a lot. Are you still not used to it? Like, do you still get startled, or is it yeah, just like every a day? Bit. Okay, you still well, get startled. Okay. Not as much as I thought I would have. <laughs> really? I, yeah, I'm disconnected a little bit. For, like, I'll be like, mm, that's an eyeball. But you would think my reaction would be like, that's a fucking eyeball. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, huh. I'd be my, crying. Every every time I went to work, I'd be crying. Yeah. My wife, uh, I tried to make a move on her. Like, So we rented the Hills Have Eyes. I see where he's going. Yeah. We rented the Hills Have Eyes. Of course you make this sexual. And then, like... Two months later, I make a move on her, and she goes, no, don't touch me. And I go, what? She goes, I just thought of that movie we rented, and I just can't do anything. Oh, wow. How does your job affect your sex life? <laughs> Are you shitting oh, me? Like, God, we just cleaned up some corpses today. I'm usually pretty horned up when we get done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, horned up. Game makes it naughty. I, I, think, um, the, I think the pressures of owning a business and running a business with your partner yeah. affects anything in your personal life more than the actual job itself. I can't really? think of a time where it's affected our sex You don't life. have dreams of whatever, eyeballs and parts of a jaw? No. Really? I mean, and, but I will you. say, although the frequency of boning hasn't changed, sure. yeah. for the record, because I think you're going to ask, yeah, once like every two, two or three times a week, Shit, has stayed pretty lapped. consistent. But... <laughs> 
and I sell furniture once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I can't have, even remember what I have. A, I have a like a question that isn't in the sexual nature. What do you watch to decompress after a day at work? Like, what's your go-to? Like, do you do Netflix or yes. how do you how do you wind down from like seeing jaws and eyeballs at your job just splayed? There's probably more keeping up with the Kardashians than I would normally be Reality watching TV. in my life. Yeah, yeah. nonsense TV. I, Mindless. I, I've stay off social media for the most part, except for <laughs> except for uh, Instagram because I find that um, it's not really like that. Doesn't I don't decompress from that. Do you so, consider it depressing? Um. Not really. Like, again, not like I really? would have imagined. You never just want to run the fuck? Like, I mean, throughout the times you've done it, have there been times where you just go, like, this one I can't do? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. And But but only once that I can think of, oh. and I, it, I would have thought that it would have affected me differently to the point where I keep kind of checking in with myself and going, am I... Am I doing okay? Like, yeah. is this, you know, am I going to Yeah, go am nuts? I getting desensitized? <laughs> yeah. That's how I am with porn. Yeah. <laughs> like, am I? Right. I mean, yeah. I remember, yeah, that's exactly. Like when they're playing, like, techno music I in the can't. background or I something, can't. and it's like, how am I getting off to this? I can't watch this porn, man. Yeah. This is yeah. just yeah. one it's I can't much. watch. Yeah. You guys should check out crime scene porn. I can say, oh, there's a, wait, <laughs> what? No, Hold on. No, We're going to back up. thing. <laughs> Crime scene porn? Yeah. <laughs> that is not a thing. Yeah, no, it is. No, it's not. I'm okay, totally okay. I was going to say. And that actually, is a thing. I don't know what part actually, of dark web have, you've been in. Don't be a coward. <laughs> That's dark, dark web. <laughs> I, you know, I did have a weird question with that. I don't know why I thought of this one. But when they're... Don't laugh. I'm get, this is a serious question. Sexual. When you... So when you're at... You know, obviously, a house, there's been a murder or a suicide or whatever. Yeah. And you go there. Are there ever people... Okay, when you renovate a house... People tend to just like walk in the front door and go like, "Oh, renovate!" Like they're fucking rubberneckers or whatever. I yeah. don't know. It happens all the time. Does that happen with you guys? That people come in while we're at. Yeah. Uh, no, the the scene is is we secure it as much as possible. People so, are wandering we, through. We we will occasionally <laughs> buy a property after something's happened to it if the family wants to get rid of it, I was and then ask we'll you renovate. That too. Really? And we'll restore it. I guess is what we usually you know call it. And um, it it has occurred to me like. What do we have to disclose? Yeah, yeah. And um, to my recollection, I think you have to disclose if there was um, a murder, but I don't think you have to disclose if there was like a yes. suicide. At the house that I live in right mm-hmm. now, and Mrs. Noah found this out unfortunately because of a blabby neighbor, a guy got <laughs> shot with a 12 gauge shotgun in the guts right in our living room. Mm. I live there every day. With that reality, we might have been. We might have cleaned. Yeah, she might have cleaned Maybe. your house. You got hardwood floors though, so. That's well, I put in laminate, but that's a whole other podcast. The <laughs> <laughs> handyman, yeah, absolutely laminate. So, what, how, so is your business? You know, like what are the barriers to entry? Do, you know, I would imagine you have to be licensed by the city or state. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of there's there's training for the individual employees, and then there's you know quite a bit that we have to you know take care of uh, you know as a company. Yeah, you know insurance and training and and, and how many people work there? Um, there's like maybe less than like a half dozen that are full time, okay. and then there's you know up to I think maybe twenty people that are on our roster for casual. Okay, because yeah. I would just imagine like. 
hiring people? How do you hire someone and be like, are you cool with, you know, because we, people might think they're cool with it and then to see it. Yeah. We hire, we try to hire, um, public safety professionals that are like either off duty or retired. So if we hire someone that has that background, we know that they have the, you know, guts for, for dealing with trauma or for dealing with, you know, crime and, and stuff like that. Right. Do you ever do you ever have like a newbie freak out for a stay and it's like they're not cut out they like puke? No, because they no. get pre or whatever they, they sort get, of well, froze they, already. They go, you know, they they have a background usually, and then they they go through training. And I I feel like you, I can't imagine why you would pursue that job. Yeah, if you thought you might shit yourself the yeah. first day, yeah. you and know. you got to know ahead well, of time. No, like I'm probably so. going to see some nasty shit going into this house. You got to. I, I, I run into yeah. I run into prepared. people more that are like. Um, that that are more disappointed that they have a, a job that's not interesting Ooh. than I do people that are are scared to do their first murder scene. What are the most common calls? So, first of all, like how many calls a month do you get? How often are you out working on a scene? Well, we do quite a few. I mean, we also do um, level four and five hoarding jobs. So those are the jobs oh. where people have like gross... You know, where they're, it, it, this isn't like someone that, you know, has, you know, back issues of us weekly. They have like yeah. extreme issues, you know, mental health issues. They can't, they can't, you know, go around their, they can't get around their house. There's no, at best there's pathways. They can't get to exits, right. you know, stuff, you know, piled to the ceiling. So um, between that and, you know, other contracts that we have and the crime scene cleanup, uh, most days we have something to do. Okay. So, yeah. Do you, so, and I, I mean, obviously you can't, well, I don't know, maybe you do, but like, do you advertise? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> within like the community that we deal with regularly. So, you know, we, we, we might go to trade shows for like funeral directors. Okay. Or, um, uh, I'm trying to think of the other trade shows that we do, but, yeah, we, I mean, to a certain extent, we, we reach out to, like, the public safety community, so, like, um, Like, will they refer you? Like, I mean, will a policeman refer your company, for instance? They, we have a good relationship with a lot of police departments where they'll they'll refer us, but not not as directly as, you know, they don't want the liability of direct, of, of right, right. Of, Recommending you, so they'll they'll give someone a sheet and they'll have like three companies on it. They'll say like, "Hey, call right. one of these companies," but then they'll be like, kind of pointing at us, right? Okay, you know? and that's what we. I mean, we've I've spent a lot of time cultivating that. You know, like building good relationships and building and, and Kickbacks, doing the I get job. It. No, <laughs> that's not good. Uh, no. And doing like it, you do a good job fairly for long enough, and it gets around. So so when. Okay, so let's say a murder happens. Yeah. Uh, whatever, someone's killed. Police come on the scene first. They tape it off, and then um, EMTs take body weight, try to save it. It's dead. <laughs> um, it's dead. It's and then uh, whatever, whatever, maybe coroner takes the body if they're already DOA. It's dead on arrival. You probably don't Thank know. Thank you. I'm gonna write uh, that down. Yeah, thanks. Um, when do you guys come into this process, I guess? Like, how long after, you know, like, are the cops gone? Or are you there the day after? Sometimes the cops are still there. Usually there's some time that's passed. Okay. One time, I can think of a time last summer where they hadn't even um, removed the second body yet. And when I, when I was, I was the first on the scene after the cops released it, and they didn't release it for actually several days. And they, oh, no, two, I'm sorry, it was 
36 hours later, two days. And they they wheeled her out in front of me. And that was the only time I'd actually seen a body okay. removed while working. But um, it, it varies. Sometimes sometimes they call us, like, the like they, they're panicked, and they call us, like, within an hour of finding out that really? their loved one died. And sometimes it's several days later. But it's usually within a relatively short period of time. How do they, I mean, so... How about your rates and stuff like that? How yeah. the fuck, you know, do you go and give an estimate? Like, oh, Christ, there's body parts all over the place. It's going to cost you <laughs> two grand or whatever. There's dicks everywhere. Right, there's dicks all over uh, the place. I don't have enough room. How dicks did this guy have? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we do, we do, you can't sweep them up because they just kind of roll. Just like right, kind of say, it's, it's like, it's like they, rolling up hot dogs. Yeah, they kind of stick to the floor. Do they so. leave penises? How many, like, what's no. the Okay, penis. they're not literally sweeping Let's dicks get sidetracked on dicks, right? Thank you. Sorry. I already I'm talked sorry, to her about it wrong. in the bar beforehand. That's oh, why I know. Be a yeah. grown-up, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you ever found a pussy on the floor? <laughs> no. Jesus. I'm just joking. So cool. yeah. Just a this vagina. Is, this is going south. <laughs> oh, I know. No, I have serious Rates. questions. I don't want to get sidetracked. Should I even answer that? No, don't. I have respect for you and your profession, so I don't want to do that. We do estimate. When, uh, Do you really? Yeah, be, it, not so much. I mean, it's it, it when someone it passes away in their home and it's a home they own. Um, even if it's self-inflicted, most of the time it's covered by their homeowner's insurance. So really, yes. So okay. So we do an estimate and uh, work with their, you know, if nothing else, so their insurance company kind of knows what to expect. And uh, occasionally, insurance companies have someone they prefer to work with. Usually, it's. It's a company that kind of doesn't really do biohazard, but they have a, you know, like a agreement or something like that. But most of the time, at, at least at this point, they're familiar with us and they just let us proceed. If okay, so there's blood everywhere. The whole fucking room's a mess. Yeah. How, how much does that cost on average? It's. I mean, it's in the thousands. Usually, uh, okay. If someone, if a shot, okay. So a shotgun's more right. Is is gonna be. Uh, generally speaking, more expensive than a pistol or a stabbing. No shit. Because, and not because... I mean, just, I know why, like how yeah. a shotgun works. I didn't think that you were that specific with... Well, we're, we are, you know, we're we're time plus materials. So sure. how it takes us longer to clean up, you know, brains that have gone into the ceiling oh than someone God. that, like, you know... Um, Auto-erotic asphyxiation. That's <laughs> how so Mike's yeah. going to go. And just decompose. I plan and on it. He just wraps, he just wraps a beach towel I'll around his face and jacks <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm and at the beach. No it's like Michael Hutchins at the beach. <laughs> and so so with, with the, you break it down, shotgun to pistol, mm-hmm. do you also have a breakdown? Is it? Do you think that it costs less to clean up a woman's suicide crime oh, scene because on. it's Jesus like a stereotype. No no no, yeah, no, 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 because, because, time for this. no, because here's, here's what I'm saying, because stereotypically everybody says that when men commit suicide, they just do whatever they're feeling, or women, women will do something that is like cutting their wrists where it's less clean up for the people because they're thinking of the people that have to clean it up. So is that something in your line of, no, I haven't actually found it to be, I mean, most of the female, that? <laughs> that's the weirdest question. No, that's that's hang like on, a valid thing. Is okay. that not a thing? Is that not a thing? Um, it is a thing that people, uh, some people are cognizant of the cleanup afterwards, but I found that usually to be like um, some someone with a family more than okay. it oh, would be God. a female or male. Oh. And I would also say though that the suicides by and large are male. So yeah. 
I don't have a lot of reference. How about white black? More whites, right? More whites. Well, like, like way more whites, right? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Whites are way crazier than any black. Oh, absolutely. Even mixed it's guys. It's mostly they white. They can't hang. <laughs> I have a, it's mostly white dudes. I have a non-racial question. Thank you. Uh, what's like the most expensive hoarder job you've had to clean up? Because I'm a big fan of the show Hoarders, and I yeah. just I got automatically hooked when you said you clean up hoarder jobs too. So like, what's the worst thing you've seen? Like so okay. Detailed? So first, it's a it's a mental health condition, and, it's, and the preferred term is a person who hoards. Okay. Hoarding is a um, is, is considered somewhat derogatory because it, it, it's like a okay. label, but yeah. no one knows that. So I'm just oh, trying yeah, to yeah, yeah. Say, try to get politically correct. No, what, I'm just Can saying. I step in for a second? <laughs> Shut just, the fuck up, Mike. Dude, it's people dude. who hoard. I'm sorry, I'm not <laughs> PC. All right, I'm no, sorry, no. I'm very un PC no. when it comes. Do they, to wait, do they who say knows that? Do they say don't say the H word? No, there's a show called Hoarders, so that's what I'm. And they exploit you know the issue quite a bit, but the most expensive hoarding job. Uh, I mean, I we I mean I, there, there's a couple for the cities we've for different cities we've done where the, the house was packed, like a one like just a few weeks ago a guy he got into his house by squeeze like squeezing the door open and just like kind of hopping on top of his shit. Oh. And and uh, when I went in to take pictures to you know get an idea of what it was gonna be. Um, I had to squeeze through that too and just lay on top of his stuff and and try to take as many pictures as I could. What was it just for around? Well, sometimes it's sometimes it's um uh just trash, all trash. Sometimes it's like trash and gross filth, so like they also don't have cuz a lot of times you don't you can't use your rooms for their intended purposes, so they don't have um they don't have like a working bathroom, so you okay. can imagine what, you know, you're finding there. And then occasionally, the ones I, for some reason, I think are the most fascinating are people who just accumulate a lot of new items. So they'll, they'll be like QVC or, or, H, or um, what's the other, Home Shopping Network like mm-hmm. fans. Mm-hmm. And I've gone in and, and like whole rooms are full, filled with oh unopened boxes. Snow of, globes and shit like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Like craft, craft stuff and new clothes and yeah so is it uh, thousands of dollars so you know and I don't even think I heard what the amount is for a suicide typically so, so around like like what is the range do you say I would 5, say 000? it's I'd say generally speaking it's somewhere between uh, like six and twelve thousand so then is there a thing with you know because you know I would imagine that the loved ones is a really difficult part of yeah. that whole thing, right? Right. Is there an issue with them wanting to be around while you're working, or is there a way that you guys have in your policy to keep that away, or what's how does that work? No, I haven't found that they've wanted to be around. Okay. Um, I work with the families from, like, when they call to, like, I'm on the job site, and, and so thankfully they've been comfortable enough that they've let us do our thing, but the only time peop- the, the only time that I can think of that people were, like, hanging around was when a guy uh he got in a shoot he was like in a well he was he's sleeping and the cops came in to do a bust mm-hmm. and he came he came out of his room shooting and they shot him in the head and um he died obviously and then um when we were cleaning up we found a hidden room with he had a drug like he had a pot growing facility under his house and cool. his friends must have known that. Sorry. And so they were riding by on their 
uh, motorcycles, oh, okay. kind of like <laughs> buzzing us. <laughs> and um, one got one came in and just wanted to start looking around. And I was positive that somewhere they thought or knew that there was like a large large sums of cash. The thing was is that they they had been you know the cops been through there and by and large they found most of what there was. I still found some stuff that we turned in, but. Really? Yeah, I think so, they, so, like, you guys will find cash, find things like, God, I haven't thought of that shit. Yeah, well, not a lot of cash, but, uh, like, on this one, I found some, like, I mean, there was some, like, they left behind some, you know, like, leaves and stuff like that. But, like, I found, he had he had weed or products that he made with them throughout the house. Okay. So, you know, they, were, they probably didn't look in his cabinet where his dog food was, and I found a huge, you know, um, like, Tupperware container of... Um, like I don't know what it was. It was like, it was like hash. Hash. Thank like you. Hash. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was potent. Hell yeah. Right. Hell yeah. And I opened it up. I'm like, at first I thought it was dog treats. And I opened it up. I was like, <laughs> not dog right. treats. And we turned those in. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> a little hash treat, huh? Those are some hash. Mike treats. smokes pot. He's I a drug addict. He's no. addicted to pot. Yeah. I smoke pot before I can't this stop podcast. Him. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> I hope no one murders you for it. Nah. You'll be there. Sweep yeah, so up his dick. Clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> his oh, big you know, old, old fucking dong one. he's got. It's gonna be I always long, say it's little sweet. skinny guys like that who have giant dongs. Yeah, it's not. Right? <laughs> it's like wasted on guys like that. Yeah, just yeah. swinging around. Yep. So, and then uh, we talked about it early on, but I don't think we ever heard heard the end of it. But, the, you know, the one that you wanted to walk out on was the dog toy thing. No, that one was that one was unfortunate because when we went to do the estimate, it happened right right before Christmas, and that one was really bizarre because that one sticks in my head because they had like a they went to like a photo booth at like a Christmas party a few days before uh-huh. and it was like those pictures of the, oh, them fuck. together, oh. and then there was like a turkey defrosting in the um, oh, sink still, and they had like booze on the kitchen table because they were you know have like family over and the one that stick the part that sticks in my head the most that was so sad was that when you went downstairs to where they were found the two adults their Christmas tree was was like. You know, on the in the side of the room, and the lights on the Christmas tree were still on when we were cleaning oh. them up. Oh shit! Oh, I had to unplug the Christmas tree. Yeah, how, that one was really fucked up. How do you celebrate Christmas after that? After like fucking happy you're alive, motherfucker! Yeah. You're giving presents. <laughs> I'm getting. I presents. don't know. Maybe I'm like. Maybe I'm just. I. 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 I don't think of myself as you know like cold. You yeah. are though. You are turned off. Usually. You're like the Terminator. Ice cold. But, you're ice, you're cold. ice, baby. But I don't know what it is that I am able to like do. Good I, for you. You need it for the job. You're yeah. stone cold. What guess, is the um, like? <laughs> so when you go to a job, do you want to know what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've you learned. You kind of need no. to know to know what to clean up. No, essentially. No, because what you need what you need to clean up is physical. You don't really need to know the story. Okay. I always want to know because I'm curious, and I've learned. Uh, like that Plymouth one, actually, I had trouble sleeping for a few nights afterwards, and um, and my husband, who's the you know one of the owners, he said, "You have to stop like figuring out." what happened here you just have to like look at the job and take care of it because when you see 
the you know their pictures in the oh shit the kitchen and shit. I'd be the same way. I and mean, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't it, it wasn't even snooping. It was just you know observing your surroundings. Human I would research it for months afterward, like and, for real. And I used to like get someone you know we'd know someone's name from the you know from the job, and I'd look up look them up on Facebook, and like I'd be like, oh, they had a kid or something, and like, oh. whoa, I gotta stop doing this. I, I would look bad. at their that pictures and go like, oh, he's good looking. She's a, or, you know mm-hmm. whatever. I I would oh, I would become gross for sure yeah so So, i had to stop doing that would you say that you i mean so how many scenes would you say that you've cleaned up in your life crime scenes um man um i mean i know as a company it's in the hundreds but i think that i've been on it's quite a few now i mean at least 50 okay yeah So, so i mean would you say you feel like you knew i mean I would imagine most cases you sort of know what happened just by when you get there or yeah. not. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, because they're usually because the person that calls us says, you know, this is what happened. Murder, suicide. Okay. Yeah. Murder, yeah, suicide yeah. or um, like apartment complexes will call us and say, you know, like the one, <laughs> like there was a woman that got into a scuffle with her boyfriend and sounds like more than a scuffle. <laughs> they called you. Yeah. Uh, well, it was all over the apartment and the oh. apartment like property manager was really into knowing everything that happened. And she's like, Hey, yeah. So they found her in the closet and she's still scuffle. And the, yeah, it was more than a scuffle. The, um, <laughs> The That's and I found this out from a police officer later that she still had a knife in her head. Oh my god! Out. So she, he had stabbed her in the head, but not before she had almost severed his penis by when she was attacking him. I call that a draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You raised, he was found you raised both hands on that he one. He stum- managed to stumble out of the apartment. They found him outside the apartment complex at the main entrance with his ding dong like almost off he bled out through his ding dong then no he lived you he killed lived. you no. cut Mike right. Lester's dick off his whole family dies <laughs> <laughs> that's how big that thing is <laughs> Your family's lifeblood. <laughs> That's the lifeline right there. Is there anything you guys won't clean up? Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, not in, I as mean, it pertains you know, to. I don't know. Just there hasn't been a call where you just go like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to get that in my life. You know, like the, there are people, you know, worst case scenario, like children jump to mind, things like that, where multiple yeah. children or fa- whatever, where you just go like, I don't fucking need to be there for that. Uh, we, I think we've, you know, there's things that we've elected not to pursue, but as far as, um, we haven't had to our knowledge, like a young child involved. I, we've had teenagers. Okay. The teenagers are, are the, that, that, imagine that's are a big ones. suicide thing, right? right? And those are the, those are the ones, one in particular that was, those are the, the ones that are tough for me, but I... I wouldn't do a scene with a kid that kid was involved in, but we haven't, I can't think of, I don't know why, why, but we haven't had a kid. I mean, kids aren't usually, I mean, thankfully, mur- involved yeah, yeah. in murder, um, and obviously not in suicides, but they, uh, and a lot of times it's stuff like, um, you know, like if it's a small child, it's something that's um, violent, but not necessarily something that needs, you know, us to clean up. What is your attitude? Like a, like a sh- shake a baby or something. Yeah, yeah. For like, okay, so obviously you get, you know, you make more money for a brutal scene, uh, a shotgun or whatever versus a yeah. pistol. Yeah. But is there, you know, 
I like I would think it'd be such a conflict to feel like, oh yeah, we're gonna make a whole bunch of money off this one. This guy fucking yeah. butchered himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I yeah. mean, is that a real emotion you deal with? Where sometimes yeah. you go really? Oh, absolutely. Okay, where yeah. You're like, yeah, I mean, and then ooh. Yeah, because you catch yourself like when someone calls and they're like. Uh, yeah, there's you know my there's a murder suicide you know that we need cleanup. Part of you is like, oh, we have work, and then you're like, God, that's right. fucked up. Yes, you know, but you it, it is your work, and, and it's a it's a noble cause. I mean, really, it is a noble cause. There's a reason that costs money because you just go to afflict the family members, or to even think that after you guys leave, how about this? After you guys leave a job, have you ever missed something that the family has to see? No. We, okay. N- no, not that I know of. I'm, we are, I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't go there to just, like, kind of tidy up and say, you know, good luck with the rest. It It is, the reason it's expensive is because everything is turned yeah. over. Every, you know, you investigate the entire scene. You well, know, so. yeah. I mean, that would be devastating to the family, right? right? And that's I mean, devastating. exactly why I think we take that part, you know, well, there's a lot of parts you take seriously, obviously, but you, the last thing someone needs to find is, yeah. is any reminder of that. So, we, you know, Mike and I are comedians. Tevin is a general manager of a comedy shop, um, <laughs> club. So I'm people have no problem. Shop. Comedy, <laughs> comedy workshop. You can come people, buy comedy from us. <laughs> people have no problem walking up to me after I do a bad job and going like, you fucking suck, you big nose dickhead. And Mike, it's the same thing, but different insults. He's just <laughs> uglier than I am. Big dick nose head. Big dick. Yeah, yeah. Like, you we both have big noses. Big but yeah. What, uh, I mean, what, so if a customer complains to you guys, mm-hmm. what do they complain about? I mean, does that happen? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Sure. Do you get Yelp I mean, reviews? I just wasn't sure if I'm they're just, so just... shell-shocked that you'd kind of skate by. No, I, if a... anything, people are more particular during that time, and they're dealing with trauma. We deal, ex- we're one of the only professions I can think of right now like where, that deals with people who are experiencing unbelievable trauma or, 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 or you know, um, pretty unbearable mental health issues. Yeah. So... Um, you do deal with a lot of craziness, of, a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff. But um, does one stick out as like a particularly tough one to deal with? Like a a tough like someone that was a complainer. Yeah, like customer issue or whatever, where you just kind like, of a oh, whiner, real There's, whiner. There was one where there was something going on where he was trying to, you know, we ended up talking to the police department in that city, and they were like. And they were like, you know, roll with it. This dude's, you know, something's up. He 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 would make up stuff that he was missing, you know. And so he would be like, uh, you know, his son ended up. I think his son like had a had a gun and was threatening to like shoot himself or his parents. And they had to put they had to um, use tear gas. So it was a tear gas remediation, which is really tough. And he came. I mean, we dealt with him for such a long time, and then he he was coming back like months and months later and he was like yeah I have you know I was uh, in Super Bowl 47 and I'm missing that ring I mean it was like weird <laughs> shit and you're and the cops are like you know if they called us and you know they'd kind of have this list and they'd, they'd be like we have no um we have no reason to think this ever existed, you know, or like, like he had a light in the front of his house that got busted and he went to the cops and tried to get them to pay for it. And they're like, we didn't do it. And then he tried to get another company that was there to do it. And then the, we were the third company that he swore, you know, like right. his light. And God, so some people just born to raise hell. Yeah. 
But what? we figured that out, you know, pretty early on. So then you deal with it differently. So you said that the tear gra- that the tear gas remediation is hard. Mm-hmm. Which one sticks out as like your hardest cleanups, or what are the calls you get that you go like, ah, oh, fuck, not this. Uh, we're not a huge fan of the uh, of the call for uh, gross filth. So um, uh. that'll be when someone's like, hey, yeah, uh, my dad is incontinent and he's been shitting everywhere for the better part of, you know, two years. Okay. So can you help clean that up? Oh. Yeah. I had a guy okay. who worked in my dad's furniture shop. <laughs> <laughs> Who pissed in two liter, like he was too lazy to leave his bedroom. Yeah. And he'd piss in two liter bottles of, and then he'd just line his outside walls with it, but sometimes it'd spill on the carpet. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then he got his tax return that he split with his retarded son. <laughs> <laughs> and he said his kid bought $900 worth of candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, whatever. This okay, is you, know what? you know what? Live and let live. That's what I say. So, and Lamar so, Odom. <laughs> I don't know how Lamar Odom came into this. Oh, but I'm my glad he's he did. a fan of candy. And so, really? <laughs> Why do you know oh, that? You, wait, no, you didn't That's know that? Lamar, yeah, Lamar Odom, before every basketball game, he eats like a huge ass thing of like gummy bears. And yeah. All sorts of like Skittles, whatever else. He's a huge candy fan. Oh, this kid's name is Matt. Matthew and uh, oh, I he it was <laughs> yeah, so I don't think right. it's him, but okay, well, he I'll loves candy. <laughs> but he's probably dying of diabetes <laughs> now at <laughs> 22 years old. <laughs> so those are your like the calls you don't want to get. Yeah, are there calls that you're like, I hope I get. Like if if the phone rings, you're like, this is my. If I had to go to work, this What's is my the, perfect day at work. Yeah, the like quick. Clean yep. money makers. Yeah, yeah like I just dies just on the carpet, face down, and spits up a little bit. Like, do you have those where you just got to cut out six feet of carpet? That's no fun. No. Uh, yeah, where it's just fun. like, you know what? I'm excited. We're going to go in. We're going to get this? this done. Has anyone ever called you for like cleanup and you just go like, that's it? Like, it's what? He's fine. It's just they had to pick him up off the carpet. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Really? That's happened. Yeah. I, my dad died, and they make it sound horrible. And then you go there, and there's, you know, like his, Some like, yeah, like he maybe spittled a little, and you're like, this is not for us. So people freak out right away, and then it ends up being not much of anything, but that's fine. Is there anything you found out that humans do in death? I don't know. Like, has it informed your opinion of death at all? <laughs> mm, <laughs> I don't know that it's... I mean, not really. I feel, I feel like it's made it more, like... I don't know if t- like tangible is not the word, but it's made it more like um, when you're faced with it every day, it's you realize that like, hey, this really happens. You know, you could die in a fucked up way or you could die and no one could find you or, um, you know, that you will die because it's easier to deny that when you don't see it every day. But um, I don't know that it's. Right, hasn't changed other anything than that. necessarily. So, and then I'm sorry, I think I cut you off for what the worst calls are to get. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, did you say that? Yeah, um, strictly just poopy everywhere is kind of a bummer. Uh, <laughs> Shit's never. But most just hoarding jobs. So so I have so, a one year old son, so I feel that. <laughs> so, the hoarding jobs we do <laughs> are, are, you know, there's five levels to hoarding. And so, like, the, the hoarding jobs we do. We actually prefer. Um, are for what? Yeah. People, it's a different word. Like, yeah, people. people who hoard. Hoard. Well, no, you can say hoarding job. I'm not hoarder. 
I didn't say hoarder, hoarder did I? Uh, uh, oh, I said hoarder, yeah. Either yeah. way, I'm offended. Oh, it was good. yeah, I'm And Mike's sorry. triggered. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, you're I'm triggered. I'm immensely triggered. Right? I'll try to be more woke when I speak of this. <laughs> Thank but, you. Uh, That's all we want. When it's a level four or five, most of them, there's uh, poop and pee in places they're not supposed to be. So we see it a lot. It's just that, you know, like, I mean... Yeah, there, it's just there's no. There's, it's not super. Poop and pee is the worst thing. Yeah, I mean, well, but like, it, I mean, we had a call that was we called Shit Mountain because the kid lived in his. <laughs> that's what I call my family home. <laughs> he lived Go in back it, to it, Shit it, Mountain. <laughs> that's he, funny. He lived in a uh, uh, a bar, a hotel for a month. He kind of like stayed in the hotel for a month and didn't leave and didn't flush the toilet. And oh, you know how many times you. You what was this guy, Val see. Kilmer? <laughs> <laughs> Lived in a hotel for a month. <laughs> so he pooped and pooped. That sounds like Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say Kilmer. his name because no, of it's course. for privacy reasons. But it is but Val Kilmer. Yeah. She signaled to us over the table. Yeah. I remember once my dog shit on my son's rug, and I was like, God, I wish I could call someone. Yeah. And when people, like, do people ever call you for jobs too small? Or you yes. like, no, you do that yourself. That is so funny you ask because today, and I can pull up the email, I got an email inquiry from a case manager wondering if we could clean up a dump. Like, <laughs> the way she put it made it sound like there was a right. singular right. turd. This, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this, uh, not sim, for us. this simp who I <laughs> managed <laughs> shit on his kitchen floor. I just want to know if you'd come over and do this. Oh, I don't want to. God. What, uh, how about people... Who are, you know, just, I think we started to talk about it, but people who, uh, my dad died on the 6th and we found him on the 28th. Yeah. There's the decomposition ones that yep. you're talking the about. Decomps. Yeah. Yeah. Decomps. Okay. Those are oh, is grossest. that what you guys were talking about? Mm-hmm. Those are the grossest ones. Those are the grossest ones? Uh, yeah, because they, depending on how long they were there, um, they, they melt. What's so, the longest that oh, you've seen? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It's oh, been they like actually burst. One guy burst when they were pulling really? him out. This is what oh, the, yeah. No. And so he, bur- no. he, and then he, and then you could, you could see where they drug him out. And then he, the where the grass. What do you mean? Dead. See where they drug him well, out? What do you like, mean? Like because there's a trail there, on the ground. Yeah, yeah, because he was. He was. There was nothing really holding him together. They put him on a stretcher or something. They just drug him out. Well, what they did was what what I think. I would like. I wasn't there, but what I think they did. I don't even know if that would have helped much because it seems like they got him in a body bag, and there was so much excess that that leaked. So, So that's what you mean when you say they've melted, or what do you mean when you say they've like melted? So they've they've um decomposed. If there's you know heat and time applied to a body, they. Um, they, they, you know, melt, they decompose, they, they start, you know, they, like the, they, they, the blood and the, I mean, like we, I can't tell you how many times we've gone to a scene and someone's been there for a long time and there's what we call hair soup. Like oh. when they take the body, what's left is like the hair scalp, <laughs> the scalp with the hair on it oh still. Like it'll be the full, it'll be the full, the full head of hair. Just well, chilling. Well, like, so, but yes. where? Like, you mean where they where they were found? So they take the body. So they took the body, but his scalp with hair, like the toupee, was left behind. A natural it's, toupee. It's natural and that's toupee. hair soup. Hair soup. Do you hair put soup. do you put crackers on hair soup? Uh, Dip a cracker in some hair soup. No. <laughs> Chicken and a biscuit. <laughs> Chicken and a biscuit. That's my favorite cracker. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. the best cracker. For real. It's Very underrated close. cracker. It is underrated. It's it like cheese. It's okay, no, it's sorry. my favorite cracker. <laughs> you can't even come close to describing that smell either, right? No. It or is. It is. 
so specific. Oh my god! And it is so strong. And <laughs> the the only time I almost puked was when we were doing a decomp, and I pulled this guy shot himself in a um, storage unit, and the other adjacent storage units were complaining because he. Um, was starting to rot and you know there's flies and I pulled up a blanket he killed him he had shot himself underneath a bunch of blankets and I pulled back a blanket there's all these like maggots and as I pulled it back I lifted my head and the the mask that we wear like the full the respirator the seal broke under my chin so I got the smell of it and I was I bent over and I was like you're gonna puke in your mask Gross. on yourself and I didn't I held it together so when so in that particular thing he was under so was the corpse still there then or just his like refuse his, his, or his I mean what was detritus. left of him right the, uh, the estimate we did yesterday the guy that that decomposed for the three weeks the one that was like died on the third or sixth this is another thing that is always pretty disturbing is they um coroner I think told one of us that the dog was stuck in the house with him and of course he like went to the bathroom everywhere and all that stuff but like it got desperate and when they found him the dog had eaten his face and his fuck you yeah fuck you he's like he said the dog ate his face and neck and i'm like and i looked at my husband and i said do you think think our dog would eat us (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's really i was really saddened by that that is sad i thought dogs would like just curl up by and die next to you right i thought thought cats were the one that ate faces i thought cats ate you in like an hour now yeah they i don't nap around cats because they might eat (laughs) yeah that's right (laughs) that's legit though i've heard of animals specifically cats eating their owners before but so like uh, i think we've all read the internet thing of a guy who died in a bathtub while he was drying a tub and yeah it was left on hot or something and it turned yeah. into human soup right have, have you ever seen that? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i brought that up have I, you seen human soup i where do people die the most in your experience bedrooms yeah mm-hmm. that's where i'm going bath and it, Bedrooms and bathrooms, going but the more more bedrooms. People go in there. They lock themselves in there and they pull the covers. And really, they the get in out. the bed. Yeah, a lot of in bed. No in bed shit. Would, I'd say in bed in their bedroom is the is the most common one I see. Pull the covers up. Yeah, because well, sometimes they don't want to make because they mess. think they're going to sleep. In a way. One guy got back from his honeymoon and uh, two days later blew Did his head set off their in his alarm? guest bedroom and he pulled the covers up so she didn't have to clean it up, but she was there in Is the it, next room. His wife must have been brutal. Why would you marry her? No, she was really yourself? nice and I thought, God, what a mm. complex he gave that yeah, woman. Yeah, fuck up those people for life. You know, and I mean, I think he was obviously struggling with mental illness for quite a while and he had a lot of pressure. You know, we found out from family, they gave us a big backstory and stuff. He was dealing with a lot of stuff, but... I, I kept thinking this poor woman's going to, like, yeah. two days after your honeymoon, and, yeah, he goes. How about um, hanging? Is hanging, like, a like like I suppose, like, they don't even call you for that? Not usually. They don't usually call us for hangings because um, there's not usually a lot to clean up, but occasionally if they, if they hung themselves and then they were there for some time, then you're dealing with, like, more blood in like the decomp portion so this is super probably dark and specific but when people shoot themselves Mm -hmm. is it mostly through the mouth or to the temple or something else um i think it's usually through the mouth because that 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I would say it is because usually what we find more is, you know, parts of skull. Okay. And so I would imagine it's, you know, through the mouth. But, yeah, I, I mean, I, if it's a shotgun, I don't think it really matters. You know, I have this weird thing where I think, like, to kill yourself is one thing, to shoot yourself in the head. Or, but there would be nothing crazier than holding the pistol, like, a foot away from your face and then shooting yourself yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yes. Like, I don't know why. You know what happens sometimes is that people are holding the gun and then the... <laughs> You gotta aim. I'm sorry, I didn't let that. I've thought of that a hundred times. Why would you be that (laughs) stupid? Like, like, gonna miss? Or you think like I fucking hate myself so bad? I want to see it go into my fucking face. It's gonna be like blink and then dink off you, and then you just to just or shoot yourself to the eyeball. If you skim it, yeah, and that's what happens sometimes. Is people that happens to people? Yeah, they skim it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Fucking or they dude. just, or they, if they do temple and it, something moves and they just blow the front of their face off. They get scared, oh. right? They get scared. They mm-hmm. flinch. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it I would flinch be a little shooting scary. a deer, let alone myself. Right. I, I put on a helmet just. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do after you blow your face off? Just go through with it, or? Well, I mean, most people. I feel like most people that commit suicide. I think that's still don't usually want does the job, to actually commit suicide. Yeah, we can't make fun of that because that is like I'm a whole bunch of people, of and that's one of the biggest. Like obvious failure jokes, where you go like you can't, you know, right? Because like you can't even like you hear those stories all the time about people that like jump off of a bridge, right? And land, and then in a they'll live, pillow. and they'll be like, the moment I left the bridge, I knew I didn't yeah, want to commit suicide. That's true, and I've done a lot of, I've done not a lot, but I've done some work um, to find out more about that community, to so I. Yeah, uh, more about uh, what leads up to it, and like, and, and more about what leads people to suicide because I wanted to be a better resource for the families afterwards. Yeah. And I wanted to know more so what resources I could point them to afterwards because, you know, they were using me a lot of times as, as a therapist and I didn't feel qualified. For sure. So there are some really cool organizations out there that are doing a lot of work and, and, and people that have survived attempts, that is a huge thing that they were talking about is that people immediately you know regret it for sure i uh there is an hbo documentary from probably i mean maybe 12 years ago now that just haunts me to this day Mm -hmm. and it's like a suicide thing where they go inside and they talk to the family who found people they play the 911 calls and all that shit and it is so devastating yeah that you just can't even uh I don't know. It's it's haunting, but I think people should watch it because it's so fucking crazy. Do you yeah. know the name of it? I don't, no. but I know it was. I know that it was an HBO <laughs> suicide special. From I'd Google that, folks. HBO suicide. Special. HBO. Yeah. Yeah, that's There's, from your friend Gabe Noah. <laughs> I don't. I refer to that. Is that is the hard that if the, it would. It's way harder to talk to the the surviving family members than it is to do like any crime scene cleanup. All right. Last thing, <laughs> just want to have just a couple more in closing. So, goriest scene you've ever seen is what? Um, I think. The one like with that lady in the the dog toy. It would either be the lady in the dog toy or the um, mm, the drug bust. That one was pretty gnarly. What's that? That's the one where the guy came out while they were like bust. They were doing a they they like early morning woke up to them busting into his house, and the I don't know what it was if he just landed on the um, on the like 
tile or something a certain way, but it was so thick. The blood it was like, I mean, it was just like, oh, I can't even, it yeah. looked like How a jello big? mold. Okay. So that's, so when someone gets whatever, gored or eviscerated, whatever, mm-hmm. and blood, how far does blood spread? If I'm dead on the floor, mm-hmm. how far out does it go? If it's so a circle, like, is it like a 10 foot round circle? Uh, so like the lady that got shot with the dog toy, dog toy. Too bad. She got shot with a dog uh, toy. She got sh- the one with the dog toy. Got shot yeah. in the back of the head. So like the carpet where she, her head fell, I didn't think it was that. I was like, oh god, I would imagine it would be more, and it because it was like maybe head sized. Mm-hmm. And then as we're cutting away and we get to the uh, padding, I mean, it was out like you know the. Oh, okay, it went feet. under the carpet and went feet, under. Yeah, right. I mean, it was huge. Well, and doesn't it because your blood or because your heart starts or stops to pump mm-hmm. quick, right? So obviously, maybe it doesn't let it all out. I don't know. I don't, no, I mean, I don't, not all of it, but I mean, a wound like that obviously bleeds quite a bit, and it yeah. was just. Uh, I guess you know the padding is is more absorbent, and that it just kind of skipped the carpet and went to this big pad. But the goriest was that mer- the guy with the. Um, severed penis actually now that I think about it and the woman stabbed in the head because that one was a struggle so it went throughout the whole apartment thank you for listening Reba one of the best guests all time thank oh, you thank very you. much awesome. and call your local crime scene cleanup crew right the next <laughs> time the next time you have a bloody scene call Reba <laughs> <laughs> Free advertising. <laughs> Call Reba. <laughs> Thank you. Great Everyone man. have a good week. All right. That was our episode. I had a blast with that one. Really liked it. I I can't see us not having her back. So please post your questions to our, to our Facebook or Twitter or whatever because I think it would just be a fun component of the show. And uh, I get too sidetracked with all the stories, so it would help. So thank you for listening. Thanks to Mike Lester. Check him out on Facebook. Check out his group, Lesterl. And uh, have a good night. Thanks. Thanks.